0: Our second scripture reading is Psalm 40. To the leader of David, a song. I waited patiently for God. God inclined to me and heard my cry. God drew me up from the desolate pit, out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. God put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and have reverence and put their trust in God. Blessed are those who make God their trust, who do not turn to the proud, those who go astray after falsehood. You have multiplied, O God, my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. None can compare to you. Were I to proclaim and tell of them, they would be more than can be counted. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, you have opened my understanding. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, here I am, in the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of justice in the great congregation. See, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O God. I have not hidden your saving help within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. Do not, O God, withhold your mercy from me. Let your steadfast love and your faithfulness keep me safe forever. May we celebrate the written word of scripture.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: We celebrate the living word, Christ among us.
1: Thanks be to God. Good morning. It is lovely to see you from a slightly different perspective this morning. Although I am sorry Scott is not able to be with us this morning, I am grateful for the opportunity to be here with you again. Please pray with me. Almighty God, tender one, Clear our minds of any distraction, settle our bodies firmly in you, open our hearts to receive what you would say to us this day, for we ask it in all the names that your children have ever called you, amen. This morning we gather from the busyness of our lives to celebrate community and to set aside some time as we do each Sunday to learn how to better be the community and the individuals God calls us in Jesus to be. This Sunday is the third Sunday after Epiphany and the Sunday following our national observation of the Martin Luther King, Jr. holiday and day of service. This is the Sunday in the lectionary cycle when we hear again Jesus call to his first disciples and to us to come and follow and learn and witness what God's reign is all about. Epiphany is the church season that focuses our attention on God's light in the world. We look for ways God is manifest among us in the birth of Jesus, in the healing of wrongs, in the establishment of justice and peace, in the ways that violence and fear are turned aside and subverted. It is the reality of the biblical stories in Epiphany, of the Magi returning home by another way, of soldiers' violence in Jesus' midnight flight, of John's arrest for his prophetic cry in the desert. And it continues to be a reality of our own world that those who sit in political, social, economic, and cultural seats of power do not comfortably Or willingly share power and space with others. It is also true as we remember Martin Luther King Jr's life and ministry this past Monday and we observe our world today that many or most of the political social economic and cultural seats of power in our country continue to be held by white people. Racial injustice remains embedded as increasingly accentuated in our political, social, economic, and cultural realities. MLK Jr.'s dreams of racial equity are yet to be achieved. These are some of the circumstances of our time and place. Now we don't know the circumstances of the writer of Psalm 40 but clearly they are celebrating a change in the circumstances that bogged them down, that led them to a sense of desolation. The psalmist escaped the influence and the power of the proud, those who go after falsehood, so that they were able to put their trust in God these words of power and influence the ways of the proud in psalm 40 note that those are they are those who go after falsehood these words seem to describe our reality well there are too many who are too proud of their power their influence their prestige the goodness of their religion and faith expression and too few who are proud of their neighbors and their neighbors' goodness and compassion. Too few who are proud of advocacy for fair economic and voting systems. Too few who are proud of shared cultural commitments that uplift each individual in community. In his book, Do I Stay Christian?, Brian McLaren speaks of a theology of innocence and purity through others, originally through Jesus' death on the cross. We feel restored to innocence by finding ourselves better or purer than those around us, particularly those opposed to us. It is a theology of clean and unclean superior and inferior being a theology that can lead us to an us versus them mentality McLaren also paints a picture of an alternate theology of solidarity that recognizes the blessing and value of all life a radical equality that celebrates difference and embraces even those who oppose us as companions in care love blessing and light these are other realities of our life ways of being that harm one another and ways of being that uplift and celebrate one another coexist in our world. We don't know the realities of the writer of Psalm 40. The psalm is attributed to David. The circumstances fit any number of the situations in ancient Israel's favorite king's life, but also it could have been attributed to him because it was written in his style, or in his honor or by an admirer of King David. The circumstances we find the psalmist in as the song opens could be very specific to life in ancient Israel. They could actually have been stuck in a pit as punishment. Like Joseph when he was thrown in the pit by his brothers who wanted to be rid of him or like Jeremiah who proclaimed God's word that the king didn't want to hear or they could be circumstances similar to those that we find in our own lives. So as we enter into a deeper experience of this psalm, we have an opportunity this morning to notice what bogs us down, what it is that feels to us like a pit of desolation. The psalmist moves Quickly from a statement of circumstances that demonstrates their vulnerability their sense of powerlessness Right into a statement of joy of God's presence in their life We hear the psalmist celebration of a new sense of their circumstances We hear the voice of one who rejoices in the transformation in their life that God has brought I waited patiently for God. God inclined to me and heard my cry. God drew me from the desolate pit out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. God brought security out of devastation. And the psalmist responded with praise and thanksgiving with the testimony of unrestrained lips in the midst of the great congregation. The psalmist didn't dwell on the circumstances from which they were rescued. Perhaps a business deal gone wrong, their reputation shredded by gossips in the streets, their families' economics ruined by indebtedness or crop failure, a devastating illness. Whatever it is, the psalmist moves quickly to a focus on God's activity in their life. Perhaps you, like me, find it easy to feel stuck. Trapped in a pit, bogged down in all the ways our dysfunctional political system dysfunctions or how our economic system gives advantage to those who are already advantaged, or how often people of color are made out to be villains or victims, how scientific research and study is disregarded as untruth, how the condition of our planet is in climate collapse, or even just how often I find myself angry with the stranger in the car next to me on the road. I tend to dwell in the muck of life around me. There are so many reasons to be stuck. The psalmist reminds us that we don't have to focus on those things. There is another truth in the circumstances of our lives as well. God is present God pulls us out of our sense of desolation or stuck-in-the-muckness. Our orientation shifts to a sense of gratitude and praise. The Psalmist song encourages us to take another look at our circumstances. To see how God is already at work changing our sense of the desolate pit and the miry bog into an opportunity for praise. yod Vavhe Yahweh, often translated Lord in our English Bibles, translated God in this morning's reading, is the psalmist's name for that sense of expansiveness beyond ourselves and within ourselves, that brings justice and rightness to our lives as individuals, as a community, as a nation, as one world. The psalmist proclaims You have multiplied, O oh God, my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us none can compare with you were I to proclaim and tell of them they are more than could be counted what the psalmist proclaims in Psalm 40 is God's justice and faithfulness I have told the glad news of justice in the great congregation see I have not restrained my lips as you know O God I have not hidden your saving help within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. And as we turn from Psalm 40 to this morning's passage in the Gospel of Mark, we hear Jesus proclaiming good news, glad news, news of a new way of being in the world. God's reign come near. And as Jesus went proclaiming his glad news of God's reign he called Fishers, Simon and Andrew and James and John into a new way of life, a life of living and learning and witnessing the life of justice and faithful presence that Jesus came to preach and teach and live on God's behalf. We don't know what the circumstances of Andrew and Simon and James and John's lives were that made them ready to follow Jesus when he called them to drop their work and to follow. We only know that they experienced God's presence in a profound way in the person and ministry of Jesus Christ. In Christ, they experienced a new ordering of life that brings new life, that brings justice and rightness, as the psalmist proclaims jesus stood in the continuing faithfulness of god's presence with god's people reordering life toward justice abundance equity and shalom from ancient times until now if you consider your own life when you open your eyes to the light of god's love and look around you Do you have a story of justice or faithfulness to tell? Can you witness to where the violence of power over has been overturned or is being overturned, perhaps still in process? Can you see ways that social and economic injustice are skewing toward rightness? Can you lift up the possibility that systemic racism is losing its grip on our social and cultural environments? Can you imagine how you can name yourself one among God's beloved, treasured each for our own unique giftedness, including our ungiftedness and our discomforts? The psalmist calls us to join in a new song Jesus calls us to a new way of living we are called into a new way of being that celebrates the light in the world we are called with the psalmist to sing a new song that celebrates how God is manifest among us as justice and faithfulness consistently moving to get us unstuck to pull humankind out of desolation, to make our steps secure as we accompany God in bringing about justice and righteousness in our world, in our communities, in our own lives. Today, I am aware of how much work there is to do to bring Martin Luther King Jr.'s dream of justice to reality for all of God's children. A newsletter from the city of Mill Valley, this time last year, stated that Mill Valley community members call the police about black people at nearly 20 times the rate they do about white people. Mill Valley is where I live. In most of these calls, police find no cause for citation or arrest. And I want to celebrate, to tell in this great congregation the glad news of the perseverance and dedication of Marin City's Golden Gate Village's Residence Council. For decades, Royce Macklemore and others have worked diligently to hold the Marin Housing Authority accountable for unlivable conditions at Golden Gate Village, a public housing community in Marin City, which is one exit down from where I live, off of 101. While the County Board of Supervisors did not accept the Council's proposal to provide a means of ownership for the residents, They did adopt much of the council's own proposal for a process to restore decent living conditions at Golden Gate Village. They listened, and the residents were heard. Also in Marin City, the Save Our City Coalition has fought for and recently won an injunction against the 825 Drake Housing Project which would amplify unjust housing density and inequitable housing in Marin City. Their work continues and we celebrate their accomplishment. While much remains to be done to bring economic and housing equity to the residents of the Golden Gate Village and Marin City, these accomplishments are worth celebrating, worth telling about, In the great congregation of Marin County, worth thanking God and giving praise for light breaking into our world as justice takes another step toward fulfillment in our community. So, what glad news do you want to tell in the great congregation? What occasion of justice? What wrong righted? What blessing received? What movement out of stuckness? What relief from desolation do you have to celebrate? What transformation of life have you been called into? How have you experienced the steadfast light of love and God's faithful companioning in your life? Perhaps it is not a huge momentous change you want to celebrate this morning Maybe it is. Perhaps, it is a collection of small graces that bring you joy. I invite you to take a moment to consider. Has the sunrise gladdened your heart? Or the rain that brings such a vivid green? A flash of color on a bird's wing, in the words of Mary Oliver. A stunning poem a challenging read a joyful song a transformation of relationship hope in the midst of otherwise trying times what brought you here this morning in person or online perhaps you have come to say with the psalmist blessed are those who make god their trust who do not turn to the proud, those who go astray after falsehood. Or perhaps you would say with the psalmist, here I am, in the scroll of the book it is written of me. Or perhaps this morning with the Fishers, you say yes to the unknown transformation of life that lies before us in Christ. Today brings us an opportunity to reframe our sense of our lives, our relationships, our social, political, economic, and cultural systems in the faithful, steadfast light of God's presence with us in this new year. Once again this year as we do year after year we celebrate how God comes among us not in the violence of power over but in the powerlessness of a tiny baby we remember Jesus baptism and how he called the disciples and calls us to lives of living learning witnessing and accompanying God at work in the world as he and they and we proclaim God's reign come near. Today, where do we see God at work bringing justice and setting to right the wrongs of our world? In large and small matters, with unrestrained lips, we are called with the psalmist, with Jesus' early disciples, with the church of the gospel writers, with God's people throughout the ages, to tell the glad news. Let's celebrate it. Let's give praise. Let's join our voices in a new song, not of stuckness and desolation, but of steadfast love and faithfulness with unrestrained lips let us tell of the light of love let us live lives of witness to god's faithfulness and justice let us sing a new song of joy and praise all glory and honor to god among us alleluia amen